Welcome to Highly Political, a podcast where two passionate ladies smoke weed, talk politics, laugh, and sometimes cry. With special guests from the world of comedy, cannabis, and politics. We haven't worked on Capitol Hill, but that's okay. We're paying attention, and so should you. We want you to be informed, like little democracy angels. So pack your bowl, grab some snacks, and let's get into it. And remember, when they go low, we get high. Today we're smoking green crack, a tangy sativa known to perk you up and keep you focused. Well, that's what they say anyway. Trump claims he's not going anywhere, Gavin Newsom dines out, and Q needs a safe space. Female Republican candidates change their game plan, while the Biden team tries to tackle an insanely bumpy transition. A cabinet is emerging and our green daddy may return. We have our wish list, but what we're most excited about is a competent administration. All right, T, light it up. <laughs> little finger wave. Little fi- Back in Tiana's place to record the ep before second lockdown. <laughs> I know, huh? Yeah. This is probably the last time we actually might record in person for a while. That sucks. It does suck. Um, how are y'all doing, Sammy? How how's life treating you today? It's treating me good. It was my day off. So I had a great day. I slept for uh, 11 hours last night. So I missed the Obama Obama interview. I haven't watched it yet either. I saw just some clips. I'm sure it's just a little depressing, actually. He was talking about our democracy and why he's scared about it. And Trump just needs to step down. Yeah, didn't he tell him, like, you know, you still have, like, a shred of integrity left? Like, I mean, Obama was being generous with that this is so embarrassing trump not stepping down is so embarrassing it's honestly shocking to me not i mean it's not shocking but it's just i I don't know what i feel anymore to be honest with you i (laughs) think it's like i'm not shocked about this but you can tell he is feeling some sort of pathetic way about this yeah he said uh he's so dejected dude his tweets are wild he said the radical left democrats working with their partner the fake news media and like he, he put fake news media like um, in quotes and air quotes we didn't put him in quotes but he capitalized fake news and media not like the whole word in all caps but like as if fake news media was like a title of something well that's his phrase fake news right and are trying to steal in all caps the election we won't let them they will pack the courts. We won't let that happen. The start market, the stock market is getting very close to thirty thousand on new vaccine news. Ninety-five percent effective. And then it says European countries are sadly getting clobbered by the China virus. The fake news does not like reporting this. Yo, I am so excited to not have four more years of that. <laughs> like Dude. unbelievable. Yeah, I saw some I saw some guy on TikTok post uh like a Joe Biden tweet. He's like, look how boring this is. Look how normal and boring this is. This makes me so happy. I love how just boring this tweet is. There's something crazy in here. It's just a regular tweet congratulating like the space launch. Like it's <laughs> like, damn this guy's so boring. I might not even follow him anymore. <laughs> I agree. I can't wait for boring. I can't wait for nice, nice old Good old Joe. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm just, again, just, I'm just ready for just not this, like, craziness where every day is like, wait, he said what? Um, one, one person who needs to go into deep lockdown is California Governor Gavin Newsom. 
This motherfucker, for those of you who don't know, first of all, you know what? Live your life. Except when you're the governor of California and you try to tell everybody to stay inside, keep it below a dozen people. Actually, just stay inside. It's basically what he's telling everybody. Right. So he went to French Laundry, which is a bougie Sonoma County wine country restaurant. Yeah, it's like a Michelin star restaurant or something, right? Yeah. I mean, look, the homeboy's rich. He's doing what rich people out here be doing. But once again, he's the governor of the state. Yeah, you got to know that's not going to look good when you're yeah. about to put a curfew and on the state and counties and put a, you know put us back in lockdown. It's also, you know, they were outside. The restaurant was, uh, you know, living up to the all the regulations and standards. Well, it's not a good look for sure. But I mean, if it's like the if the restaurant was still open for COVID, like under COVID restrictions. Yeah. And like the average citizen was going. It's such a bad look. I, if I was on his team, I would have definitely been like, Gavin, you can go to French Lonnie anytime you want. It's going to be there. Well, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like, well, you know, what? like, yeah, Michelin star places probably aren't closing for COVID. So it will be there. And you're the governor. Like, I'm sure we can figure out to have a French laundry experience at the governor's mansion. You know what I mean? Like, do we need this right now? My, my friend, Kathy, shout out to Kathy. She uh, wrote. Or she left a very angry voicemail to uh, Gavin's office mm. and ended with, it's insane to me that I have to make this call. Do better. Ooh. You better do better, Gavin. Mm-hmm. Gas is going to come for you. You know, first of all, just not even first of all, just this is this is like when Nancy Pelosi got her hair done. Yeah. Yeah, if it was like a couple months ago and he went to dinner, I don't think I'd be as concerned because you know restaurants are reopening and blah 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 but now that we're at this cusp where i think what cases i, don't, I can't remember if it was just california and america in general cases like increased by 50 percent over a week we had over a thousand deaths last week in america um it's not a good look not a good look also when you think of gavin newsom right the the left or the right they hate these coastal elites right yeah. so to them Gavin Newsom would be like, if he was the right equivalent of Gavin Newsom to us, he'd be like a gun toting, like anti-choice legislator right. who we just detest and we can't stand. And everything he everything he does, we jump on. Right. Which is what the right is now doing to yeah. him. And it's like, like, why well, give them the ammo when it's so e- could have been so easily avoided? Just like with Nancy Pelosi, it's like, there was nobody who could have came to your house and cut your hair. Yeah. You know, I think it, I mean, when you, when you really think about, I mean, I think that Nancy Pelosi gets a lot of shit. I think she's actually a very tactful lawmaker. Mm -hmm. Um, despite like how many people despise her. Um, but like when you think about it, Nancy Pelosi and Gavin Newsom are still rich as fuck. Mm -hmm. So they have that rich person, la di da mentality sometimes. Mm -hmm. And you know, they as as dem- democratic leadership we can't they can't make any missteps in general like democrats are always having to be like the better the better choice you know right right have more integrity which is true a lot of them do but there there can't be any slip ups and specifically when there's so many covid deniers and anti-maskers yeah. out there it it really it sets... See, the governor of California went out to a restaurant when he saw everybody go back in lockdown. Right. 
<laughs> disappointed, Gavin. So disappointed. Um, Even more disappointed than when I found out that you had been married to that bitch that's dating Don Jr. now. The past is yet to come. <laughs> Damn. Um, speaking of crazy white women, <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, I learned recently that um, because the Republican base is becoming more rural and more or less educated. A lot of uh, educated um, men and women who are Republicans are moving to the Democratic side. Mm. Um, when I say many, I don't know. I don't know what the percentages are, but they're losing. They're losing college-educated voters, basically. Um, so, and the Republican Party wants more wants more women in the party, you know, so they can look more diverse. Even though it's going to be white women for show, right? Um, so basically, because of the way the demographics are shifting in the Republican Party, um, and they're becoming like, let's be honest, more vile, more racist, more you know, that's why the QAnon woman won. <coughs> so and so, so you, so I think, you're, I think, I think the party's allowing like a lot of the fringe extremists in the party to like become the the face of it after like Trump's administration. Well, exactly because they have this angry base. So. So women running, um, there's no when women are running uh, with men in the Republican Party, there's actually no evidence to show that they have a lesser chance of losing their races. Hmm. So they now just run on instead of, um, you know, something local, like a local level, like commerce or I'm a lawyer, like I'm tough. I can get it done, like uh, an impressive background. Right. They run on um, Second Amendment. Mm. Or they run on anti-choice or they run on those large issues where those, like, w- like those one voter issues that all matter to some people like yeah where the democrats are moving more towards identity politics which i mean say what you will about that it did not hurt them in this election like it wasn't a landslide election but we definitely won many more electors so and the popular vote by what is it like over five million now yeah um even though we did lose house seats um, yeah, to those QAnon hoes, right? <laughs> Sorry, that was aggressive, guys. To the QAnon hoes. But, uh, so that's why, once again, we need those Senate seats in Georgia. Uh, just go directly to the campaigns and donate. Donate, donate. Don't forget. Um, fuck, I gotta read this tweet. That fucking bitch in... Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm so annoyed with these, like, QAnon supporters. The, the chick, uh, Lawfer in... Kelly Lawfer in Georgia. She's, the, the, she's running. Yeah, where's my phone? She tweeted, like... You know, um, under the eyes of like, you know, the Republican AG, uh, Stacey Abrams was able to like register hundreds of thousands of black and Democratic voters. Like, we can't let that happen again. And talking about how she's like working with some group to like, you know, register Republican voters or something. But something specifically like, why do you have to say like, oh, we can't. That it was such a travesty that so many black voters got registered. No, this is why Republicans are fucking racist. And Republican voters who are like, oh, Trump's not racist. Like he like blah, 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 blah. I can't. I fucking can't because because they're new. <laughs> I never sorry, I didn't know it was gonna oh I mean God, I knew no. it would trigger here's, you, but like <laughs> No, no, here's their new fucking strategy, right? Their new fucking strategy is to say like like uh, legal votes. We need to every legal vote to count. Well, again, they're marketers, right? Right. What's the difference? It's like it's a vote. Like who's counting illegal votes? Right. No one. <laughs> so, so now, if that tweet is accurate, I know you got to find it. But um, if she said like 
Stacey Abrams worked to um, register black voters. Like Stacey Abrams, the enemy, right? Like because she's running more people to vote. But yet somehow the votes that don't count for Trump are illegal. Right. So I'm sorry. If you just fucking transitive property this shit, it's like we don't want to count black votes. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. Um, Okay, let's see. Is this what it is? I'm going to find it. But yeah, I was just like. about to donate to her opponent's campaign right now in real time. Oh, and then I think it was like about 23,000 or 20,000 plus uh, voters are going to be new eligible voters for January 5th for the runoff elections in Georgia. Oh, we are fucking texting some people. Yeah, we got to get some phone bank opportunities going. Um, um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you while you were talking about. No, I basically interrupted you to rant on. <laughs> no, but you were talking about something else before I uh, interrupted you about that. Uh, I don't know. I'm high. You're talking about uh, Republican women running. I don't know, but that's basically it. That now, like, more women are. You're going to see more women run in the Republican Party, but they're going to be running on bull- batshit crazy things to get in. Right, right, right. God, <laughs> I just. I mean. The thing that's it's crazy, it's like it, it's been working, and I think that's, for me... Um, this is what we have to worry about now. Yeah, this, I think that's what, for me, what has been one of the more dangerous things about the Trump presidency and his administration and the things that we've now, um, like, allowed, you know, just, again, op- opinion versus fact is something I've been thinking a lot about recently and how, you know, people want to argue and you know, say that their their opinions are being uh, censored on Facebook and Twitter and, and all these things. And it's like, no, mis- complete misinformation and lies that you're spreading that undermine our democracy are being censored on a private platform. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. I just don't I just don't understand how like you can come out, you'd be upset that like, um, God, what was some of the stuff I saw that they were like there were some Facebook groups where they're going off on some like misogynistic. I wouldn't know. Stuff. I deactivated my Facebook. Um, you know what? Though I still use Instagram. So who am I? Who am I to say? <laughs> Fuck Zuckerberg. Yeah. I mean, either way. Fuck you, bro. Um. But yeah, it's just. You know. Doesn't Mark Zuckerberg kind of look like when Neo gets like you find Neo in the pod, in the Matrix, like when he first wakens and he's in the pod? I don't have a very like vivid. Um, it's very image pale. Of that in my it's mind. P- it's pale and goopy. Yeah, I mean, the way you're describing it sounds <laughs> like, yeah, like pale in the pod. <laughs> 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 like, I don't think I need to, like the real visual. Like, yeah, that yeah. sounds like Zuckerberg, I guess. <clears throat> um, but yeah, like you're right. And also uh, another danger, a very dangerous thing, putting this country at risk. Someone who doesn't care. He's a complete narcissist, does not care about his constituents, does not care about his, the voters. He's putting our country at risk by not peacefully transitioning. Yeah, it's not good. I was reading another article today about how like, <clears throat> like the spy community is like concerned about that, and that's I think like worst case scenario, right? That because we're vulnerable then right now. Um, apparently like the transition's always vulnerable, but now tr- Trump, what a surprise, <laughs> has made it um even easier to uh, penetrate. I just don't understand like why. I mean, I do understand because it's Trump, but like, can we just, can we just accept this? Like, <laughs> this has happened, you guys. Um, something that kind of talking about facts versus opinions is um, something I found out my dad 
has joined is a new social media um, platform called Palar. Palar. I think it's. I think people are just calling it Parlor, even though you're you're saying the correct yeah, French it, way. Because apparently, yeah, it's it's um, the word uh, talk or speak in French. But it is an American micro blogging and social networking service launched. Well, it started in August 2018. Has a significant user base of Trump supporters, conservatives, and right wing extremists. Posts on this service often contain far right content, anti semitism, and conspiracy theories. Um, so, you know, all the people who are getting upset about, uh, you know, their uh, their tweets or their things being censored because it says, like, Trump won the election and there's illegal votes. And um, they're like, oh, well, my voice is, will be heard on this on this platform. This is this is very scary because this is this the deepening and the divide of information in the country is going to keep all of us at odds. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so excited to get Betsy DeVos the fuck out of here. Yeah. Her and her uh, private Christian schools, lo- the lotto system. No, they want to teach different, they want to teach different versions of history. It's so wild. And it's just so crazy that, <clears throat> again, like you said, like people don't. Oh my God, sweet, real quick, sorry. sorry. CEO John Matsey, who is of Parlor, he did an interview a couple years ago and promised it will always be unbiased. Wait, that's not a couple years ago. Never mind. I thought it was 2018. It's it's five days ago. He said it. That's the thing that's so crazy to me. It's like, what about anything you guys are saying is unbiased? I <laughs> I would say yeah. MSNBC. I watch on MSNBC, but I know it's biased. Yeah. <laughs> like at least admit 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 the base truth. Yeah, and at least admit like certain you know certain parts are going to be biased or are going to be opinion or. Uh, based uh like yeah opinion pieces you know of course that's going to be biased because that's based off my opinion but my opinion is based off of facts and i think that's where i start to struggle with some of these QAnon believers and people who believe that the oh, election start to struggle <laughs> well i'm trying to be diplomatic right now because i already called them bitches and hoes like 10 <laughs> times <laughs> but like i don't know it's just like is where I struggle when I'm having a conversation with these people about their opinions on something is that their opinions are not based off the the truth of what they've based, like what they formed an opinion of. And two, like the thing is they, they're all crying censorship, right? Yeah. This one guy who was like talking about why he left uh, Facebook, he said, Facebook started muting, deleting and labeling every conservative political post in my feed. If you're going to do going to do something, you have to be fair to both sides. You don't get to just pick one side to promote. Okay, well, if I said the sky is blue and Sam said the sky is green and they censored her, well, how is it unfair that they're promoting me when I'm telling the fucking truth? (laughs) They also do. I mean, they I'm not I'm not really on Facebook, so I'm not 100 percent sure. But I they do correct like really uh, far left memes, too. Yeah. I mean, I just. I don't know. I just feel like and also, a sense of, yeah, it's the it's the well, yeah, you're you're lying. Like, there's fact and then there's fiction. Just like a sense of denial that is really hard for me to process and creates like again this new sense this this new reality that they're living at, in. See, here's the thing. Yeah, exactly. At first, at first, I'm I'm thinking, okay, a lot. I have family members who are Trump people. Like, there's some denial here about what a shithead he is, but they're going with it. You know, they're playing the denial game. 
And now I actually can't tell if their critical thinking has just been so warped. Yeah. Well, I, I just think as much as I think it's dangerous, I mean, if that was your your end game, it's pretty brilliant to create such a distrust in the media and information that's coming out about you and to like convince people that the only information they can believe about you is positive information. Any negative information that's coming out about you, even like look how quickly he's turned on Fox News. Right. As soon as they, you know, stopped with the delusions of their elections being stolen. Um, now he's telling everybody to go to like what news was it Newsmax? Or I don't know. Newsmax. And there's it, OAN. And, 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 I don't know. Oh, and apparently Q has not had any tweets or information or like con like reached out to his base since the election. <clears throat> so there's like a tweet. There's either like a Twitter or there's, I can't remember the name of the website that the QAnon people use. It's like uh, eight, like a, a Q something, or eight K-U-N. Okay. Um, and so Q ha- normally will go out there and that's where he likes, you know, talks about his stuff. Wait, there is an actual Q? Oh yeah, so there's a, so Q is supposed to be like some, some people go back for it. Some people thought it was Trump. It's like, like Banksy, right? Like yeah, who well, is Banksy? Yeah, Q is supposed to be like the leader who is supposed to be some like um, somebody who's like connected with inside, who knows all the stuff that's going on, who's coming out here and telling the people like the insider stuff. Okay. And Q has not come out and said anything since the election. And how do we, people have just been tweeting that or how, how does. So where it says, hold on, let's see, hold on. Um, is it, is it. Like, does Q have an official, like, Twitter account? Is that? Well, they have a website because they got barred from most social media pro- uh, platforms. So it's just from the website. They have their own website. And does Q run the, is he, like, a moderator on the website? So. There's so many Q questions. There so, is do, a, I, do I even want to go down this rabbit hole? <laughs> there is somebody who's a moderator. It's funny you say that because he recently <clears throat> stepped down and it made some people question, like, what's going on? Hold on, let me just pull this one little part up right here. Um, okay, yeah, so it yeah. says, "Yo, T, can I get a hit of that?" One? Oh, yes, right, here you go. Um, it says, uh, "Since, but since Trump's defeat, Q has gone dark. There's been no post from his account um, bearing Q's trip quote or his digital username have appeared on eight Q eight K U N is the website where all of Q's posts appear. And overall, QAnon related activity on the site has slowed to a trickle. And then Ron Wactons and eight Acun, eight kun, I don't know. Eight. I'm it. These people are so bored. Administrator so bored who, with their lives. who some believed might have been Q himself announced on election day that he was stepping down from the site, citing um, extensive battles over censorship and the site's future. His father, Jim Watkins, a professed QAnon believer um, who owns 8KUN, has been singing the hymns on his live stream and posting debunked claims about voter fraud. Uh, but has not given any indication of when Q might return. I think that administration's 0 for 12 right now in their cases. Either they've been denied or dismissed. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. And, like, you can't tell them anything. They keep saying, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. We're taking it to the Supreme Court. We're going to the Supreme Court. You know me. I, you guys, I reference TikTok a lot. It's my it's one of my soothing things now. It brings me joy. <laughs> right? And it's so funny watching these, like, conservative and like um liberal can tiktokers like go back and forth and but like the conservative ones i'm sorry like i i don't even feel like using the term conservatives even fair anymore because i feel like there's people who are conservative who aren't delusional right 
I don't think like conservatives. I mean, far right, just say far right. Know, yeah. These, yeah, it just, you just, you, they, they can't accept it. Like, I don't know what will happen when they like. First of all, a ca- <laughs> a a, a case has to make it to a court. That's what, that's what all the TikTokers before it reaches. The Supreme Court. It needs to, like, in order to, for them to reach the Supreme Court, it needs to go to, like, circuits, Circuit Court of Appeals. It needs to go through a process. They think that, that Trump is just going to walk to the Supreme Court and be like, hey, uh, Brett, Amy, uh, it's time for you to, you know, do what you're here to do. Yo, I'm sick of these people, and uh, they're never going away. Um, well, <laughs> some of the, saying some of the QAnons are starting to kind of, like, lose hope because I guess some of them actually kind of believe that the— you know, Biden actually won. Um, but it will just be kind of interesting to see if Q ever comes back. And I mean, just because they're gone doesn't mean he hasn't created like, again, fringe groups of people who still, you know, got to know each other. and Like, hey, you, you believe crazy stuff? I yeah. believe crazy stuff. Because it got kind of mainstream. I mean, again, two QAnon hoes. <laughs> I mean, look, look, social media, we're, we're, we all fall prey to it. Echo chamber. So yeah. they're, they're just going to, if they get more players in the in the little queue game just stay vigilant y'all just you know let's just remember just, first opinion don't forget yeah, this just, you, know? you know i do it myself i get so like um i have an idea of where opinions about something and maybe i hear something that's different from what i what i thought and i'm disappointed but i do the research and double check before i'm just out here spreading misinformation as i don't know if we mentioned this when we when i was on the last pod but i was tipsy i was drunk um <laughs> Sarah and I were talking about this. I mean, yo, if Trump had won this time around, we would have been absolutely devastated. And say if there were like one or two states that were hotly contested and Joe wanted to contest the vote there, we'd be like, yeah, let's do it. But you have four states. The margins are so high. Yeah. Like you lost by three, two more million of the popular vote. Right. You're, you, Biden kind of smashed him, you know, like- Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even when even when Hillary lost, we were we were devastated. I was devastated that Trump won, really more than anything. Um, I was definitely disappointed, but I would say I was more devastated that he lost than that she didn't win. But I'm sorry that he won than that she lost. But uh, I, and even though we protested, I mean, we didn't contest the like validity of the election. You know what's odd? He, I'm pretty sure. Trump got 307 to her 231 and Biden got 306. Yeah. Well, cuz yeah, there's been all this stuff where it's showing like all the people who are saying like this isn't there's no way you can't call it when it's this the electoral before whatever right. and then January, you cut 4 December, years ago. Yeah. And then they're all like, "Yeah, it's a landslide, most historic win in history." I think there was a somebody did a, a mashup of, you know, Fox News 4 years ago, Fox News fox news now and hillary was trying to wanted to maybe like contest one state or something i forget it's all blur right but she wanted to do something nowhere near what trump is asking for and they were like she's trying to undermine the election (laughs) she's the democratic process you know that the the maggots were um the maggots were um were protesting in front of hillary's house this week in chappaqua and they were chanting lock her up. And Chelsea Cl- Clinton tweeted saying like, there's protesters, like MAGA, I don't know if she said MAGA protesters, but she said, you know, there's protesters in front of my parents' house right now chanting lock her up. All I can think is, I hope they're wearing masks and one day they'll get over 2016. 
Oh my God. <laughs> These people really are re- retired. They must have a lot of time on their hands, right? <laughs> like, why are they doing Girl, this? I mean, the videos I, I see of like these old. Imagine if in three years, you and I were still pro- were protesting outside of Michael Flynn's home. Girl, I'd be like, let's, let's wrap it let's, up. Let's reevaluate. Let's shut this pod down. <laughs> like, yeah, like, what are we doing? So, I oh, mean. Oh, and wait, did I? I can't remember if I told you this before the pod. Sometimes I forget because we talk about stuff before we get on the pod and then I get high as we're talking on the pod. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if I told y'all that there is, you know, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency mm-hmm. has an official government website that says to protect 2020 rumors versus reality. And it has all the things you want to go and fact check. All Basically, everything Trump is tweeting, <laughs> they'll say like the rumor, the reality, and then we'll have a whole explanation about why the rumor has been debunked or what's going on so that's thank you civil servants thank you civil thank you career civil servants for just having just just baseline integrity for protecting our democracy and protecting our democracy we i i i love you guys so at the end of the day it's like that's also a great reminder that as much damage as trump and all of them have tried to do there's still a lot we have salvaged of this democracy and a lot of people, like like you said, civil servants who are out there who... So thank you. They're, yeah. they're government nerds. They're all yeah. the fucking nerds who are... Really care. Who are coming up. Those and, are the true patriots. Those are the true... The, the, the smart ones. Good job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Trump must be pissed about that. That's what we shout. Um, but I think updated today, the National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien promised a professional a professional transition. <laughs> so okay, like <clears throat> peaceful. We'll throw that. I mean, that's terrifying, actually. With the incoming administration of President-elect Joe Biden, I love that phrase, <laughs> President-elect Joe Biden. Um, and he said. If the Biden-Harris ticket is determined to be the winner, and obviously things look that way now, we'll have a very professional transition with the National Security Council, no doubt about it. I mean, there, I mean, he's, you know, defying Trump and saying, yeah. hey, uh, just letting you know that the NSA or the National Security Council, we, um, we, 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 you won. Yeah. <laughs> just, just imagine, like, how funny it must be to be, like, Joe and Kamala and just be sitting there watching this like guys we're already working (laughs) (laughs) we're already here we're working like what are you talking about the the Biden transition team um, they're making contacts with recently departed government officials and other experts to help them prepare for the new administration according to the Washington Post Mm. so uh, best case scenario peaceful transfer of power uh, historically presidents hand over their information they brief the president immediately uh trump is a baby he's a little baby toddler narcissist who is refusing to um man i wonder if he just like looks in the mirror at himself as like the sound of silence is playing in his head and he's just like you fired (laughs) I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. He looks, he's looking pretty, he, he's looking pretty. He, he is, he looks like the, 
the Manchurian candidate he is. You know what I mean? Right now, yeah. he's so puppet-like yeah. at this point that he's just chirping his phrases because you could tell every uh, many people reported, and I didn't. I saw a little clip of it when he gave his whatever his latest speech. He was not in good spirits. Yeah. He was just saying the words, you know, like a wind-up doll. He was just right. saying those words. And I I do think he really didn't think he was going to lose. I don't know why. I can't tell. I think he didn't. I think he didn't care either way, and he was going to say this message. I think like he, he had that plan, so it, didn't, it wouldn't matter to him if he won or yeah, lose. I don't think it. I don't think it. Like, I don't think he really wanted to win or lose, but because the, he's the type of narcissist that he is. He can't believe he lost, even if he didn't want to win. Yeah, good good point, good point. You know what I mean? It's like the actual loss. Like, I lost? Like, no, I have to rewrite reality <laughs> mm-hmm. because he can't accept that, like, he lost. So, and that's yep. a dangerous, those are the most, like, dangerous type of people. Like, again, anyone who's dealt with a narcissist or people who just can't be accountable, again, it's... You see and hear some crazy fucking <laughs> shit come out of their mouth. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Like that starts to make you feel like you're crazy. You know, I. That's how I feel when I'm. I'm like, am I crazy? Like, am I gonna wake up tomorrow and it's gonna be like Trump actually won? You know, like mm-hmm. um, the world was um. wrong. Like, like again, where where do I unplug this simulation? <laughs> because if that happens, I. I I can't, I, I, what? Mathematically, so. historically, empirically. I know it's impossible. Like, and that's yeah. why I try to tell myself, like, not to get, like, so worked up when I see these crazy things or, like, get worked up when I know my dad's. Just you wait. Yeah, jo- yeah. You know, probably in these, like, scrolling through these platforms. And some of the, st- I haven't gone and seen what's on Parlor, but I've read and seen people talk about it. And it is some really, like, there's some stuff that's, like, kind of funny. Like, oh, my God, you guys are so crazy. But there's some, like, crazy, scary dangerous stuff like wow people really think like that you guys know uh, okay um they're they're incredibly anti-semitic yeah incredibly great and for me these feel just so trigger happy like they they like they want violence yeah they've been waiting to like you know but i don't know if they're really about it in the sense of like okay you guys want a silver war do you know what that would really entail do you understand like what war like you know like most of them i don't know it just then like the what they got the truck they're talking about trying to get like the truck drivers to strike for like Trump or something that's like going on on there as well. Uh, like just all people who drive trucks in yeah, America to, to like try to <laughs> stop you know like because truck drivers like make everything happen in this country you know getting and not in ten years when they're automated. Um, but then there's all these other truck truck drivers Which is who very are out upsetting. there also yanking. Yeah, all these truck drivers are out there being like, no, that's stupid. If you're part of a union, you can't just do an illegal strike. Yeah. If you're if you have like a broker, they're gonna just fire you. You guys are being stupid. And like, how do you say you care about your country when you want to stall it? Because you don't want to accept <laughs> the result of a democratic election. Do you know what like voting is? It's your first time. You know, like <laughs> my friend's uh, neighbor has like a Trump 2020 flag on his garage still, and her dad was over taking the trash out for her. And, you know, that he made some joke to him, like, oh, you, you got your sign up for, like, next f- for, like, four years from now or 2024 or something. And the guy's like, oh, it's not over. You know, it's, you know, something about Trump's going to win. And the guy's like, well, you know, 70 million people, you know, his voices want to be heard. You know, they voted for Trump and this is what they want. And her dad was like, yeah, and 75 million people 
voted for Biden. <laughs> and normally, this is how things work when you vote. People like pick what they want, and if more people decide on something, that's what we get. Doesn't mean that your vote didn't matter. It just means not enough people thought the same thing, and now we're going to get that. And you know what? <laughs> of course, like you think four years ago when they started calling us snowflakes, I wasn't thinking to myself, you little bitches. <laughs> just fucking wait four years from now. Please, we're all human. Right. Like they're, Megyn Kelly tweeted something like, you know, un- you can't even begin to understand what it's like for. 70 million people who were attacked for four years just for for supporting their president. <laughs> I'm sorry, bitch. Have you heard him speak? What are you talking about? You hate him too. <laughs> yeah, what about the four, last four years whose people's lives have been in danger and they've been in constant fear? With this fake-ass victim shit, like, fuck, get... <laughs> it drives me crazy. You can't cancel people because they like Trump. It's more than just like, because we have a different of opinions. You're really going to cut me out of your life because we have a different opinions? Wow, the left is so tolerant. <laughs> Tiana's convulsing. <laughs> we have a convulsing Tiana. Like, come on. Like, it's more than that. It's just, it's, again, it's not like, oh, I just, I don't like Mitt Romney or I don't like Bush or I don't like McCain. Or, you know, it's just yeah. Trump. It just, if you can't see the difference. Also, too, they'll, they'll <laughs> equate that with, um, like the annoying vibe of constant wokeness too, yeah. which I think has validity. I do think that people are annoyingly woke where it's like correcting people constantly right, and right. doing just, just like some nutso from A to Z things. Um, Fair. Which like, yeah, that's, that's valid. But then just, you know, being empathetic and, and, protesting and sad that your candidate lost is a completely normal thing yeah. to have. And they, the moment that happened, they were like, ha ha, liberal tears. Yeah. Snowflakes. Yeah. It's, um, you know, they're rude people. They're rude people, Tiana. January 20th. January 20th. Lisa Supple. It's January 20th. Let's just get there. Get there. I know. And it's, and, and you know, what's a, you know, what's even more frustrating is that we didn't get that relief on, we got that relief a little bit on election day, but we all knew this was going to drag on. Yeah. We couldn't even enjoy it. I enjoyed it for the weekend. Just to, exactly. I told myself to take the weekend because you know, it's going to be back to their bullshit. So this is also a clear case of anybody who's being nuts right now. Um, I mean, and not all 70 million voters, obviously the, the, the fringe. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just, just uh, if we were doing this with Biden and Trump had 306 elect- electoral votes and it was looking, you know, like he was the clear winner in Georgia, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Arizona. And it, when we were doing this, can you imagine? Um, you know, well, on his on his way to hell, Trump is also... Um, Really trying to fuck with the environment before he leaves. <laughs> I, mean, I saw that this morning and I was going to send an article to you. And I was like, you know what? I'm sure she's seen this herself. And if she has it, she will. <laughs> I don't need to bring this to her right now. <laughs> um, the uh, Arctic Wildlife Refuge drilling has been um, on uh, on my mind and on the bill. The shitty tax cuts and job acts since 2017 when it was passed. And... Um, Trump right now, as he's leaving office, because, you know, he, lame duck period, he's still the president. He can he can do some things. Um, 
So basically, this aims to finalize a plan to open up the vast majority of the National Petroleum Reserve, Alaska, to drilling, Mm -mm. as well as adopt a narrow definition of what constitutes critical habitat for endangered species and when companies are liable for killing migratory birds. We've talked about this migratory bird thing on the pod. I don't know if you guys remember, but basically, if uh, endangered uh, migratory birds are... Um, you know, like running into your uh your windmills or or uh being uh slamming into slamming into your tall window buildings mm-hmm. or if you're doing something that messes with their habitat in general, the Obama administration put in fines and repercussions for that. Right. And so he's you know, like everything he's trying to loosen and a lot of people talk about climate change, like this is the number one existential crisis, even though I don't even think it's existential anymore. I mean, the military certainly doesn't think so. Can you imagine if Gore had actually like gotten his presidency, where we, where we would be on climate right now? I think about that often, Tiana. Are you? <laughs> wa- yes, I think about it a lot. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking about it a lot the other day, and I was like, man, you know, people really underestimate what you know four or eight years can really do to not just like your country, but like the world. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. No, um, no, no, no. You're absolutely right. Um, and so this is part of like the uh, Department of Energy's plan. And they also want to open up logging rights in the Tungus National Park. These are both in Alaska. Mm-hmm. So basically what the deal is, is uh, th- these have been on the books for obviously three years. But um, it's to open, you know, it's what every uh, Republican wants to do. They want to uh, drill. They want to drill, baby, drill. They want to ruin the land for, for short-term economic. That's the part I don't get. Like, I mean... How much do you have to say? I don't really fucking care just what happens after I die. Yep. I just fucking don't care. I mean, if they said that, I'd be like, okay, well, then I can understand why you're doing this. You just want to get fucking filthy rich and, you know, live that life. All right. I mean, I'm going to fight against it. But at least I can respect, like, uh, the your honesty. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this just like, oh, well, this is what it's going to do to the economy and blah, blah, blah. It's like, come on. You you can't pretend like you don't see that this is a bad idea. Yeah. Or at least a dangerous, bad idea for like the environment and overall like, what's the long term goals here? And Tungus National Park um, is a, which now that I'm a card carrying member of a National Parks card, that's next on my list. Um, (laughs) It's like the rainforest of the north. Um, Damn. yeah. And so basically they want to open up logging, uh, for other forms of development. Um, for years, federal and academic scientists have identified Tungus as an ecological oasis that serves as a massive carbon sink while providing key habitat for wild Pacific salmon and trout, Sitka black tailed deer and a myriad of other species. Damn. So biodiversity also, people don't really talk about that as much as always about climate change, but right. biodiversity is something we're we're really like losing each year and we're humans are just (laughs) multiplying. Um, But uh, yeah, so he wants to open that up to logging and the, um, and they have a roadless rule. That's the thing. Uh, There's a roadless rule in certain parts of the park where you can't have it build any roads through to keep wildlife and the habitat intact. Right. Um, So that's what they want to open up in Tungus. (laughs) I just imagine like, like looking at like a book of laws, you know, being like, oh, you know, I can't have any roads through this habitat. Fuck that. That's out of here. 
oh, there's like a really precious uh, endangered species here. And if we drill, we may uh, have oil spills. <laughs> Who fucking cares? Drill, baby. Like, I just, why did, I, uh, I, uh, what? <laughs> also, in public opinion, 96% of the comments during the U.S. Forest Service's environmental review opposed lifting the existing safeguards. So public opinion, um, you know, there have been a couple courts that have dismissed some of um, Yeah. And then um, for the Arctic Wildlife Refuge, obviously it's oil. Um, same deal, critical habitat, as I said before. Um, and this is through the um, and also the, at the energy department, officials may weaken energy efficient requirements for showerheads oh, as well as washers and dryers before inauguration day. The fuck? Like... Yeah, dude, this is some crazy narcissistic shit. Like, <laughs> like we talked about last pod, like just trying to fuck up as much shit in your apartment before they move out. Like, just go, just leave me. <laughs> you know, you fucked up enough. You just really want to burn this shit down on your way out. I oh mean, my, oh my god, my friend, my friend lives um in a really cool like outdoor indoor space uh on the, the mountains of Topanga and she uses an outhouse and her she has her little like bungalow and she said that the the person before her was you know kind of an asshole and having problems with the landlord before he left and they and they said you know you got you got to go he in the outhouse did a made a cement statue of of pan like the god pan oh my god and put it in the outhouse as a revenge act before he left like, just in the outhouse, or like, like in the hole, where, yeah, in the hole. Okay, of the yeah, like destroyed it basically, and yeah, a statue shooting out of it. That's Trump right now, you guys. That Trump just, is that crazy hippie who made a statue of Pan in a toilet. That just seems so like, like the effort behind that, and just like, what is that really going to do for you? I don't know, like, was the guy just shitting outside then for months? Like, what is he doing? Yeah, I just okay. Um, so the government, Bravo, guy, you really showed them. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, still got kicked the fuck out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. Um, and under the energy department, the government plans also to auction off oil and gas rights to more than three hundred eighty-three thousand acres of federal land in the lower forty-eight in the next two months. Um, Damn. just a reminder: this is like how much Trump cares about the environment. I mean, we know his first Secretary of Energy was a. Uh, D plus animal husbandry student Rick Perry, oh my God. former Dancing of the Stars alum Rick Perry. Damn, that's right. I forgot about that. Exactly. Then he stepped down, and then they made um, the acting uh, department secretary of energy is Dan Brulette, who was once the vice president at Ford Motor Company. <laughs> I think they drain that swamp. They just do this in, in plain in plain sight. Obama's latest, uh, last Secretary of Energy for the longest run was um, Ernest Moniz. Moniz? I don't know if I'm saying his name right. But he's, you know, a Stanford graduate nuclear physicist. That kind of seems more like. That Ooh. seems on par. On par. Yeah. He's the CEO of Energy Futures Initiative. Uh, they're... Their tag, their byline, or whatever on their website is: "We harness the power of innovation and innovation to build a secure, affordable, low-carbon energy future." Mm. He's being floated around for um, a cabinet position under Biden, mm. um, but Greenpeace is urging Biden to choose someone else because he has ties to big oil. Oh. And so I'm imagining whatever he's trying to do, like 
because it says low carbon and not like net neutral or zero carbon emissions, maybe he works with some oil companies to just try to make them more efficient. Maybe. I didn't look too much into it, but Greenpeace is not back him. So I'm going to stay with Greenpeace on that one, obviously. Shocker. But I still, I mean, in general, like he was, the bar was so high. Right, right. You know, a Stanford graduate nuclear physicist who knew something about energy. Then we have Rick Perry, animal science, and this guy who just um, has, like, investment in oil, basically. Right. If you don't think the vice president of the Ford Motor Company has his pockets and hands in big oil, you're mistaken. You think um, there's still illegal votes being counted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for Biden's cabinet. Yeah. We've been talking about for basically years now. <laughs> so Biden chose his, his latest chief of staff is Ron Klan, um, who was Obama's Ebola czar. Ooh. So, I mean, that makes sense to me. That makes sense. Because of coronavirus yes, and everything. Specifically what they're walking into. I mean, this is going to be the yeah. biggest <laughs> fuck you left behind from Trump yeah. for them to try to get under control. He was also Gore's chief of staff. Okay. Um, and then Joe Biden, Joe Biden's. He served with Joe Biden. Um, and he also uh, was a key member of the team that helped Obama prepare for the presidential debates. Mm, okay. So smart, capable guy. Um, progressives don't love him because they wanted Biden to pick like somebody who is progressive from the jump. Mm. But like that's gonna come in his cabinet and where where he's gonna staff the White House people. Let him go with somebody he trusts who was the Ebola czar. Especially chief of staff. Yeah. You like work really closely with that person. You want somebody that. Who you know, who you can trust. Yeah. And I, I kind of like the different places, you know, I think like the Ebola czar, you know, focusing on the coronavirus, that experience will be good and yeah. give it good advice. And then you said, what was the other thing he worked on that was kind of more environmental? Or he worked with Gore. He worked with Gore. So he worked with Gore. So I just feel like. Um, and he's worked with Biden before. Yeah, I feel I feel good about this. Also, if Obama, who arguably I know everything's biased and people will say who aren't fans of him will disagree, which is ridiculous. But arguably one of the, the best orators we've ever had as a president. Mm-hmm. And, and if he trusts this person to like help him prepare for the debates, I feel like I'm in good hands. Yeah, I, I feel secure about that. Um, who was who's uh, Trump's first chief of staff? Was it Bannon? Uh, no. no, no, no. It was uh, Rance Priebus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yep, long gone. Wow. He was. Um, I think he was chair of the RNC. Okay. Well, yeah, I feel better about this guy. Uh, What's his name? One more time. Um, the new chief. Uh, Ron Klan. Ron Klan. He's a law- he's like a, some lawyer who worked corporate law before he worked with the uh, in politics. Cool. And then um, being floated around is Susan Rice for National Security Advisor. Okay. So she was also uh, Obama's National Security Advisor, I believe. Uh, crazy conservatives don't love her because of, like, she was one of her their key targets for Benghazi. Oh, okay. Uh, and then Pete Buttigieg for ambassador to the un oh really i called this two years ago i said it i should be a strategist somebody hire me oh my god yes <laughs> uh but these are just like being floated around right, obviously right. but you know um okay so the thing is uh elizabeth warren's being floated around however in massachusetts there's a republican governor 
Mm. So her senatorial seat may be just too precious. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, which is a bummer. But I, I kick it down with uh, Secretary like, of Labor just, Sanders. Just to clarify, <clears throat> so she does take a cabinet position. So then the Republican governor appoints the new senator to replace her. I believe so, yeah. Okay, just wanted to clarify. I mean, that's what I thought, but I just wanted to clarify. It, yes, that's often the case, but maybe like switching Because it kind of like happened with Lawfer. Like that's how she got, appoint- yeah, yeah. she was appointed. But she, but she replaced a Republican. Hmm. Either way, I think the governor takes it as the final call. Yeah, because I know there's Gavin's talking about who's going to replace Kamala. Yeah. Um, any, but even yeah, so that and then there, then there would be a runoff. Ra- then there would be like a runoff race or not a runoff, um, a special election mm. to choose like the the non-appointee, I believe. Okay. Um, that's like that chick in Arizona who we're talking about. Oh my god, I forget. But she was, uh, she replaced somebody. McCain, maybe? I don't know. Um, But, uh, so yeah. And I would like, I would love Elizabeth Warren for something for like commerce or finance or education. Yeah. Even though Jill Biden might be floated around for Secretary of Education. I really like Jill Biden. Me too. I sent Sam a, there's like this little interview of Michelle and Jill Biden talking about like being on air force one together and like their friendship and then they were just so cute and like and i sent it to sam i was like wait are we michelle are you my jill and i'm your michelle yes yes (laughs) (laughs) i have to replace the picture the picture i have for sam's contact on my phone is a picture of um hillary and obama hugging because i used to be sam's obama and she was my hillary <laughs> so I'm gonna, I've been you can up- see the pattern here people i've been upgraded from barack to michelle <laughs> um and i've been laterally transferred from hillary to joe biden it's a good it's a good transfer yeah i know <laughs> you didn't I lose agree. anything that's what i'm saying <laughs> um and uh <laughs> also being floated around for possible secretary of energy i would love the epa though one Green daddy, green daddy, my green daddy, Jay Ansley. Green daddy. Um, but I would like to see a secretary of labor, Sanders. Yeah. I would love that. Um, I don't know who the governor of Vermont is, but that is a solidly blue state. So I'm feeling like his Senate seat may be okay. I think he's also gunning for it. I think he just said, like, I'll take it. Yeah, yes, it hasn't been offered, but I'll take it. And I, I agree. I think that would be. I agree. His fight for the the minimum wage is a true testament to. I, I think he should. Yeah, if not him, somebody. Oh my close god! I'm to sorry. Him. I'm just like <laughs> the idea of like qualified people working <laughs> again is just so exciting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like okay, the serotonin is back, y'all. Because like, imagine like. I don't know. I I imagine this is what people feel like when they watch those like Avenger movies and like all the superheroes <laughs> come together. <laughs> You'd be correct. You'd be correct. Remember when Betsy DeVos was being um, not interviewed, questioned or whatever for, oh, like, her, yeah. for her appointment. She sounded like that um, that pageant queen who was interviewed, and they were like, "Tell us what do you what do you want world peace for or whatever," and she was like, "Um." <laughs> Uh, the people and the and the places and the oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and she didn't know what she was saying, 
Betsy DeVos reminded me of her. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's exciting. Wow. All those people working together. I look that every day I wake up and I type in Biden cabinet. (laughs) And, uh... Yeah, so I mean that I can't wait for that to unfold. So excited to give you backgrounds of everybody. I mean, because the Security Council people—that's not as juicy as right. the, you know, the head honchos. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, exciting! Yeah. January twentieth. Let's get there. Um, what are the inaugurations going to be like? Like, what's specifically when it's a, uh, like the recommendations about like people yo, I coming, wonder who, yo, the crowds. Who's going to perform? It's going to be so lit. Like that. Beyonce, Gaga, the rolling like. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. But maybe because of safety reasons, who knows? Yeah, I mean, that's what who I was knows? saying. I wonder what they're gonna do, which kind of sucks because I would really love for all these people to be John out there Legend. to show like the oh yeah John Legend probably mm-hmm. um at least like the inauguration ball or if they even have one I don't know what are they gonna do. Because I want it for Joe so it could be like. You know, so we can show like the difference in size of crowds, right. you know, from Obama to Trump to Joe. But I don't know. I guess, I guess, you know, we got to be. People are still going to gather. If they don't gather, they're going to wear masks. Yeah, but it's. But they know. will. It's risky out there right now, guys. We and really people gotta... have been, but people are doing it. That's true. Yeah. I just wonder what they're going to like. But also, as, wait, speaking of. Speaking from of a resp- responsible standpoint, I just wonder like know, what I Joe and them are going to. You know, like at their rallies they've had recently, like in Pennsylvania and shit, everybody was like in their cars. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I'm Uh, interested to see what's going to happen. Me too. Speaking of John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, they celebrated in WeHo the day it was announced on Saturday and they were not wearing masks. I did notice that. And then I also noticed that Chrissy Teigen like put her hand out to like give people high fives. I was like, guys, what are you doing? Yeah, that was kind of. Maybe they just took tests or maybe they thought because they were in a car, they weren't going to get. I don't know. I just don't. I mean, hopefully they don't have it because they're just out here breathing, yelling, yeah, fuck Donald Trump, like everybody below them. Yeah. There were some droplets were flying. Yeah. Um, T, before we do Queen of the Week, you want to open your birth ticket? Oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Check me. Is that a birthday for me? Ooh. <laughs> a pop. Pocket Michelle Obama wisdom. Wise and inspirational words from Michelle Obama. That's you. That's me. Says T, the Michelle to my Jill. Our journeys have just (laughs) begun, baby. Love, Sammy. That's so romantic. (laughs) Ooh. And there's a certificate for a facial. That's right. My cards are books. Yes, bitch. Thank you so much. It's really cute. You're welcome. I love you. Um, also, before we do Queen of the Week, I want to talk about the devil, bitch. Oh. Um, yo, I'm like really going hard on these posts today. So I know <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just flabbergasted with their denial of reality. Um, so Kelly Loeffer, remember how I was looking for that tweet and I couldn't find it? It's because it wasn't a tweet. It was on Parler. 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 Just say Parler, girl. Parler. Um, <laughs> It was on Parlor um, already. She Fuck. said, here are the hashtag facts. Under the watch of Secretary Raffensperger. Wait, also, by the way, to remind you guys, sorry to interrupt, but the people that she's talking about are Republican. Like, 
the Secretary of State of Georgia and the Commissioner, whatever, they're both Republicans. Yeah, who her and her homie said he should resign because Georgia's flipped. Anyway, um, it's like, hey, you didn't cheat. So I'm like, I don't know. You, I don't, I don't know what their, I don't know what their mindset is behind it. Like, anyway, sorry. Um, she says, uh, Stacey Abrams registered hundreds of thousands of black and Democrat voters. We can't let that happen again. That's why my campaign is partnering with local organizations around the state of Georgia to register, in all caps, Republican voters. I'm excited to share more details with you soon. Hashtag election 2020. Technically, it'll be election 2021. When Wait a minute. You're voting in January 5th. Wait a minute, T. What? What? I think that's fake. Really? I think it might be fake. Let's see. Yeah, here are the facts, right? Okay, let's see. Lothar didn't write that. Oh, it's a fake account, she says. That's a spokesperson. All right. So it's a fake account. All right. All right. I don't know if that's Russia or Progressive, whoever's doing that shit. Stop it. Yes, it's not good. I mean, it could even be like uh, like uh, somebody on the far right who's just trying to like incite people. Oh, man. Either way, Russia's having a blast. Oh, my God. They're loving what's going on. Well, it's good to know that's fake because that was just like I was so like offended that she like if she had just said Democrat voters, I've been like, OK, yeah. You know, why don't you guys get more Republican voters? Yeah. But to specifically put out black. Yeah. They, it's yeah. Oh, my God. T, did I send you that guy that like county commissioner in Idaho, Iowa, Illinois, some one of the I states who pretended to be a black person on Twitter? <laughs> no, but I did see that. Oh my God! Yeah, he had been pretending to be a well, like a uh, 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 gay. Well, that's okay. yeah, because what happened is he tweeted something saying like I'm a gay black man, like for Trump or something. But he tweeted it from his like actual Official? account. You know, like when you have a burner account, so and you he accidentally a... post something on your real account, oh, thinking it's a burner account. Um, is what happened with him. But was it proven that he has that burner account, or we're just making the assumption since she posted that, like on his official account, and clearly he's not a gay black man. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm. Because he's got. He must be. He's either like on Reddit. No, yeah, he has to be somewhere. Yeah, another Twitter account. It was prop. I mean, he's kind of not that I'm ages, but he's like older, you know. So he's using. He must just be using Twitter back and forth or something. Right. Yeah. Gotta be. It just seems so funny to me, like to create like a token, like burner account to try to be like, see, look, this gay black guy likes Trump. It's so sick, and then you have to think about. You have to amplify how many people are doing that. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. And then look how easy it is to like um, create like fake official accounts of people right. and say that this person said that. But what's also crazy is like certain things you hear about someone saying something that you're not like, I wasn't like shocked to hear that that chick would say that. Right. But that puts it in your head. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like this terrible, terrible cycle. Yeah. Oh. You know, on a lighter note, maybe we'll just... Well, not even on a lighter note. <laughs> I was going to say what? I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, our our queen of the week is... Who is Alex Trebek? Queen of the week. Queen of the week. It's the queen of the week. Hmm. He, he passed away last week. From pancreatic cancer. I don't know if you know this about me. I think you do, T. Like... I record, I watch every Jeopardy episode. I did not know that about you. <laughs> I have like 20 Jeopardy episodes in my backlog that I need to catch up on. And I've been holding off because I'm so sad. 
And then I'm going to turn it on. I'm going to see Alex. Mm. I mean, I knew he, I knew he was, I thought he had recovered, like, or it was in remission. But pancreatic is like one One of of the the worst, aggressive, yeah. One of the most aggressive, um, high fatality rate. Um, Yeah, I mean, I literally cannot remember a time in my life when I wasn't a Jeopardy viewer. Yeah, I mean, it's such a, it's been such a staple in people's lives. It came out before we were born. Yeah. It's an institution. I wonder who is going to replace him. There's been like petitions to get um, LeVar. Oh my God, Reading Rainbow? Yeah. It's in a book. Take a look. Reading Rainbow. I'm going to need to watch some recent videos of Lamar. Or LeVar. LeVar? LeVar. I think it's LeVar, right? I have to double check. I love that guy. I really love But, um, you know, there's got to be the right amount of politeness and smarm. Mm-hmm. A little. LeVar, yeah. A little pretentious, just a bit, because you know you know everything. But also, you're very good at moving small talk along. Mm. Alex Trebek did not have an easy job, people. No. Yeah. And to do it for that long. And I kind of want Terry Gross to replace him. You know what he said about his wife? That he wished he had met her sooner so he could have spent more time with her. And I think like one of the last things they did was like sit and like watch the like sunset together. So condolences to Alex Trebek's family, his wife, to America, the world, everybody that invited Alex into their home every evening. His rest, legacy lives on. Rest in knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's like crazy, like like a, an end of an era, you know, like there's going to be generations. Literally. Who, who, you know, who may have Jeopardy, but not have it, not have the... You know, it's kind of like Price is Right with Bob Barker. You know, just those right. those things that were, became like American staples have always kind of been in the background. That's in why your Bob life. Barker's doing it until he's ninety yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it's just interesting when like um, a certain chapter like that in your life kind of ends, and it's a collective chapter ending with people you don't even know, and it's just a way that connects you. It's just it makes Tor- you think a lot. Towards the end, this last season, they've been throwing some shade at Trump with clues. Oh, really? I can't have. I can't give you any examples, unfortunately. I can't think of them. But, and I, it wasn't just me making this up. There were some clues and answers where I was like, "Hmm, that hmm. was an interesting uh, clue and answer involving Trump." Okay. I love. I love um, <laughs> yo, Vanity Fair has been just like not giving a fuck. They had a an article recently that said um, Trump. I'm paraphrasing, but it said like Trump uh, says he's gonna like withhold the vaccine to New York because he's a petty bitch. It literally said because he's a petty bitch. Oh my god! <laughs> and that for sure is not something I accidentally just saw like online. Like I saw that on my news app on the Vanity Fair, um, like website. Oh my god! The last time I watched Jeopardy a couple weeks ago, the um. It was right after uh, Amy Clownhouse Booty Hole got. Oh my God, you know what I saw? Nominated. Amy Coat Hanger Barrett. I was like, whoa. Oh my God. Um, My jaw droppeth. I was like, wow. That person's not playing. They weren't playing. They were like, yo, I'm going to make this point get to the point. That point was made, everybody, Mm -hmm. because when anti choice laws go into effect, Abortions do not stop. Yep, and they are go. They go underground, mm-hmm. so they just become unsafe. Mm-hmm. You do not minimize abortions. You 
maximize unsafe ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but the, it was right after she was nominated. And the final Jeopardy question was something I was like, I was like, it's going to be past civil rights. Cause like they're, you know, they, they were wanting to make a statement and, uh, I forget what the, the question was, but the answer was Plessy v. Ferguson. Mm. So Jeopardy doing their part. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, Alex Rebecca, thank you for all the memories. Yeah. I love you. I still have a, oh, he's, oh my God. In a, in a real twist of fate, his last episode, I believe will be on Christmas day. Oh, wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta start watching my recordings. I've put them off since his death. Uh, okay, like and subscribe, everybody. Okay. <laughs> like I need a serotonin <laughs> boost. Such, think, about, know, think of the cabinet. Think of the such cabinet. Highs think of the cabinet. and lows. <laughs> yeah, highs and lows. I mean, that's fucking every day in this country. That's for fucking sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like Sam said, like, subscribe, leave a comment, uh, follow us at highly underscore political. And, uh, I, you know, again, I just like to go out on the record again for um, not doing more fact checking about that Kelly Loeffler, what I thought was a tweet. And now I realize I should have fact checked it since I was on Parler, but then I already have a feeling about Parler. But yeah, you know. But you assume because it was so yeah, conservative. see how easy it, it can happen, guys. So, you know, and look, it's okay to be accountable when you make a mistake. There it is. As much as I wanted to, part of me wanted to believe she said that because I dislike her so much. Oh my God. Right? So. But I can, you know, she didn't say this. I'm sure she said something similar to her friends. But anyway. Yo, uh, <laughs> yo the the, the uh, author of uh, Petty Bitch is uh, Bess, Bess Levin. So shout out to you, girl. I know. I When I, I saw something about that on, like, social media, like, that the, it was, like, something Petty Bitch, I was like, no way. And then when I saw that the actual article was because Trump's being a petty bitch, I said, damn, Vanity Fair. Y'all really don't care. And they said something else about, God, they said something about Fox News. And it was just, oh, like Trump's mad at like Fox News because he won't like, you know, uh, keep pushing his delusions or something. It was just very just like they don't give a fuck. They're like, bro, it's January 20th to us. So fuck you. Um, But yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks again, guys. And uh, we'll see you Friday. See you Friday. Bye. Bye.